Welcome to the Lens Podcast, where we talk about current events, news, family, church, and life from a biblical worldview. We want to help people think about these things through the lens of the Bible. I'm your producer, David Wiseman, and here are your hosts, Brian and Brian. Hey, welcome to the Lens Podcast. My name is Brian Hansen. And I'm Brian Solomon. Hey, thanks for joining us today. As is our practice, we roll through three segments every time we get together. And those segments are a view of the world, your place in the world, and what in the world. In each one of those segments, we'll kind of talk about uh, some different things. And Brian, we've been gone for a little while. We have. Uh, life has intervened and maybe kept us from the podcast studio, but we're back uh, coming out of Easter. And what are we going to talk about today, brother? Hey, okay, Brian. So we are going to start out by looking at a view of the world. You know, Brian, we're just coming out of one of the uh, the great holiday seasons uh, that we have. We have uh, Christmas, certainly, that we celebrate. We have Thanksgiving, and we also have Easter. And and this is a great one to look at um, uh, because of the reality of, of all that it holds to be true and dear. Um, because if there is no... Easter, there's a lot of ramifications for that. Easter being uh, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. But you know, as we as we look at b- before we really get into what does Easter represent the the the, the resurrection uh, of Jesus' life, uh, let's put it in perspective a little bit uh, because you know what what's the big deal i mean is is there ramifications for jesus rising from the dead well it just so happens let's let's go back and let's let's put some things in perspective you know if uh if we were to just pull up the the news headlines of the day and i've got them up hey let okay, okay just out of curiosity what's like the top 5 or give us 5 that's out there well unfortunately here's a new one that just came across it says uh, authorities are responding currently right now at the taping of this podcast responding to a deadly scene unfolding in Louisville Kentucky due to an active aggressor and there may be mass casualties mm. there uh, that does not sound good, and certainly our our prayers go out to the folks there. Um, I mean, here's here's another one. Uh, it seems like uh, there's a political conflict in our country. Shocker. <laughs> That's a new right? news for the day. Yeah. And so we have a sitting president who's, uh, excuse me, a former sitting president uh, who's been brought up on charges of right. uh, some sort, and I think we'll figure that out. Uh, you have a uh, a congresswoman who is uh, advocating for um, basically the Biden administration to ignore uh, judicial um, uh, conclusions that come out of the, the Supreme Court. Hey, just uh, the executive branch should be able to just kind of pick and choose whatever laws they want to enforce or not enforce. That's kind of crazy. Hey, here's another one. Uh, there's a there's a war of words that led up to uh, two NBA players uh, getting into a tussle uh, mid game on the on the on the bench where one player punched his teammate uh, on the sideline. Man, Brian, all of these things yeah. would lead us to conclude that man, our world has some problems. 
Oh, do we ever have some problems? And uh, and so that that's really looking at some specifics of what's going on right now as we're talking, things that are talking points for today. Tomorrow's going to be different doc- talking points probably. But that's just a good representation of the, some of the specifics that, uh, that we're looking at in the world today. I, I think you mentioned, you know, like AOC and, and Clarence Thomas and uh, uh, what, what's going on there where maybe he's taken some uh, – uh, I, I don't even know the, the the details of it, but I think he's taking some vacations with some uh, a donor or something like that. I don't know who happens. Well, to I think for him. this one, it's uh, particularly talking about abortion, and so yeah. um, uh, the Supreme Court has has made some rulings as of late. And AOC's position is a hey, Biden administration ignore whatever the Supreme Court says. Yeah, you uh, you should do what our agenda says you ought to do. Yeah. So there, as we look at it, there is a lot of chaos. There's a lot going on in the world. But um, let, let's look even a, a step further. Uh, can, can we go into your place in the world? Because I think that we have a lot of talking points. Some of the, <laughs> what we're talking about now yeah. will f- uh, go over to there, but let's do that. Let's jump into a segment and we'll spend a little bo- bit more time on this segment, but let's look at your place in the world. And so, Brian, as we think about all of those headlines that we talked about, yeah. uh, we talked about, or in, in thinking about the problems that we haven't talked about, if we could solve all of the world's problems, would man's greatest need be met? Well, so that's that's good. So what are some of the great problems that our society uh, is facing today. And so certainly we would look at one that is, it has a lot of ramifications. It has a lot of uh, rabbit trails that come off of it, but we would say social justice is a major, um, is, is a major topic that, that is being addressed that needs to be addressed everywhere we look um, whether it is, you know, like uh, Black Lives Matter and, and I, not this past summer, but the summer before where they were doing a lot of protests in the streets um, be, because they feel like justice is not being served. Um, we, we, there, there, there are so many examples of just that issue in and of itself where there are are. are our protests, there's buildings being burned, uh, at least there was buildings being burned, but there's still, you know, it's, it's like, um, uh, let, let's defund the, the, the police. Uh, what are we doing with our military? Um, and it's all about social justice. The, the question is, Brian, I know that you are the knower of all things. <laughs> so here's the question for you. Would it be possible, just, you know, imagine a little bit, would it be possible if we had perfect justice? Okay. So, well, I'm, I didn't let you answer that question. Is it possible that we can have perfect justice? Not only is it possible, it will happen in the future. Yeah. But it's going to happen on God's terms when his son Jesus comes back and he reigns, yeah. um, rules and reigns here and establishes his kingdom. So justice will be meted out perfectly under his reign and rule. But, but before but, then, but before then the answer is no, 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 there will always be inequities. There will always be injustice. 
There will always, because we live in a fallen world, and that's that's not to say that we shouldn't strive for right. justice. We we need we need to. Um, but but what if what if now this is where the imagination comes in. What if today somehow we were able, in by some miraculous circumstance, to have perfect justice? Every every issue that came up was was dealt with justly. Would there still be a need in the world? Yes, there would be. Okay, let me switch gears on you. So you're saying definitively, though, if there were perfect justice, there would still be need. Yes. Okay. What's another biggie? Well, we, we think about the, the the green energy discussion yeah. and climate change and all of that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's there's many who stand in that. Um, arena and they, they would they would talk about hey look if, if we don't ad- address our carbon footprint and reduce our emissions into this world we're looking at impending doom like the world will be destroyed if we don't do something and so i mean the, the clean air and clean water is at stake yeah. and if we don't if we don't address those things we won't have clean water we won't have clean air so let's go there Let's go there. So that is a big issue. And, and uh, uh, if you've traveled the world at all, you know, uh, well, you know, there's, there's places in the United States, it's kind of filthy. If, if you go to some of the big cities and things, Flint. especially now. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, um, so th- there, there are places in the United States where it's filthy, but if you go to some of these third world countries and things where they just don't have the systems in place to take care of trash and garbage and things like it is filthy. There are places where it is absolute filth. But let's say that we got really busy about this and, and all of a sudden somebody comes up with all the ideas about how to clean it up. And we do. We clean up the world and we have, we have uh, clean energy, uh, whatever that is, and we have, we have clean uh, cities, we have clean countrysides. It's clean. Do we still have any needs? We have a significant need, Brian. Well, no, so that's interesting. So if, if we do all of these things, uh, which basically, and, and I think that you would probably agree with me when we say that um, uh, this green energy thing or, you know, the, the clean everything, to some people, this really is a religion, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is what they live and die for, mm-hmm. and they would be willing to die for it. Yeah. Some of these people would. Yeah. But then, okay, so so let's say you know there are there are um, uh, ministries, there are nonprofits that really do good good work because there are there are places in the world that don't have water. Like getting a barrel of water is like gold to them, right? And and not just water, but good water, clean water. Well, um, what if what if we had all the the world's water problems solved. Do we still have needs? And the answer is yes, Brian. <laughs> and, and and that and that's just it. You know, yeah. all, all of these um, ideas, ideologies of of our time and our day, they all promise a solution to man's greatest need. So those in the in the environmentalist movement, they would say, "Hey, look, uh, if you just uh, organize with us, we're going to meet and solve man's greatest problem of the day." Um, and you think about justice and whether it's uh, uh, 
cultural Marxist point, you know, a movement of, of some sort. Uh, hey, if you, if you sign on with us, we're going to solve all of the problems related to, to justice. Yeah. And so there's all of these ideas and ideologies, and they would say, look, just join us and we'll solve all of the problems of the world. Well, to be honest with you, uh, the answer is no, no, you can't. Right. Right. So, so if, if we just take the things that we just mentioned, but like the clean water, uh, if, if we had clean water throughout the world, uh, would, would people still have fulfillment? Would they find fulfillment? The answer is no. If we had a perfect climate, would we have solved, uh, all the people's needs of fulfillment? The answer is no. Uh, social justice, uh, will people feel fulfilled if there is perfect justice? The answer is no. So then we come back and say this, what, wh- where is the answer? I, I, well, maybe we should clarify this first, Brian, <clears throat> in all of the things that we just mentioned, are these good things? And the answer is yes. You know, we do want clean water. We want people to be uh, to to be drinking healthy. Um, and we we want we want there to be uh, we we want to take care of our world in which we live. Uh, in fact, we're commanded to do so uh, in in Genesis. Uh, we do want justice. We want justice for everybody. We want it. You know, social justice. These are all good things. But the question is. Are they the ultimate thing that brings fulfillment and satisfaction? And if they're not, what is? Mm -hmm. And so this is where we come in and say, listen, you can have all these things, um, but if you don't have one thing, then you've missed it all. That's right. There it is. And that thing is is Jesus. That's right. And so coming on the heels of Easter— We're thinking about uh, the, the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus overcame the the the, the grave. He was uh, um, he was killed yes. on Good Friday. He uh, uh, died a literal physical death. He was buried, and then three days later he rose again. And according to First Corinthians fifteen, he rose again according to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. meaning that the Bible foretold of his resurrection, that it would happen, and he fulfilled that in being raised from the dead. But, but Brian, as we were talking uh, before our show, uh, the empty tomb uh, really needs the cross. Without the, without the cross, the empty tomb doesn't really mean a whole lot. Without the, the cross, well, the cross, uh, the cross needs the sinless life of Jesus— the sinless life of Jesus needs his virgin birth. The virgin birth needs all of those Old Testament prophecies related to the advent of the Messiah who would come and would be the, the one who would offer forgiveness of sin and fulfillness of life yeah. and give all people in all places uh, an opportunity for their sins to be forgiven in the assurance of everlasting life. If they trust in the Messiah who would come, who did come. Yeah. You know, uh, several years ago, uh, I went to a conference uh, for a a pastor's conference for a group of churches, and uh, they had an author come in, and and he had written a book on what is the most important facet of Jesus' life. And he had come to the conclusion that it was about the death and the cross was the most important uh, facet of Jesus' life. And he only took three things into account. One was the virgin birth, what we celebrate at Christmas. One was the cross, and then the other was the resurrection. And he came down 
cross that out of all of those or out of those three, the cross was the most important. And, um, and is, you know, I, I contemplated that. I thought about that after he was done speaking and things. And, and, uh, as I was driving home and having a conversation with somebody else, I was like, you know, that's really lunacy because without any of the three, if you don't have the virgin birth then the other two are meaningless because mm-hmm. he's not born a sinless man, yep. if you don't have the cross, then, you know, what good is the, you know, what, what, what does it mean anyway, be, uh, to, to, to have a virgin birth because, um, w- without the cross and there's no sacrificial lamb, there's That's no right. sacrifice of the lamb and there's no shed blood right. for the forgiveness of sins. And if you don't have the resurrection, then everything else is for naught, you know, uh, because he's just, um, either in an, a normal man or maybe a good man that did extraordinary things, but nonetheless, just a man. So, right. So we, what's the most important thing? The whole story. All of it. Yeah, the whole story. Right. And uh, and so, uh, when, when so when we're when we're looking at this, you know, we spend time at Christmas and we're we're reading the Christmas story, but um, but there is this is the part of the story, and I I I love the the Gospel of Luke, mm-hmm. um, and I come back and and this is you know a, after after being there in in Israel in Jerusalem and walking where all these things took place, and by the way, they have the place where Jesus was held by the soldiers and where they played a game with him where. They put a robe on him and they put a crown on him. And, and what they did was they rolled like dice and um, <laughs> they have the actual stone down there uh, where where this game actually played out to them. It was a game. But so he really was he really was beaten. He really was hung on a cross. He really did die. He really he really was put in a tomb. And and some people are like, yeah, well, he didn't, he, he didn't really die. They, you know, that was a long time ago. They didn't really, no, they knew dead mm-hmm. and he was dead. Right. And then Luke picks it up. He was dead and, and he, he died on a Friday. He was dead all day Saturday. And then the morning of the third day, uh, in Luke 24, it says, but on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb taking spices that they had prepared and they found a stone, the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here, but he has risen. And I just love that. It, the, the story goes on and it, it unfolds more, but this is the moment when nobody understood. They didn't get everything that he had told them. And I understand, you know, I probably would have been in the same place as disciples were like, you'll build it again in three days, you know, the, this temple in three days. They, they didn't get it. They didn't understand. But now these things are playing out. And this is, this is the first of it where the ladies just come. They love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't there. And these men, they were terrified. Yeah. They were angels. And he's like, no, don't, don't be afraid. But, hey, I got a question for you. Why are you looking for somebody who's living in the cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it plays out. And, uh, and so, you know, what, what, is, what is the big deal about this? Um. We looked at all the other things, like you, these good things, water, air, whatever it is, justice, 
but they don't offer fulfillment. Why does this story offer fulfillment? It offers fulfillment, excuse me, offers fulfillment in that all of this serves to meet man's greatest need. So if you were to ask a person just off the street, if you're maybe filling up a gas tank at a gas station, whatever, and you're interacting with a guy on the other side of the pump, and if you were to ask him, hey, what's your greatest need? Not many of them could articulate, hey, my greatest need is that I, I'm a sinner and I'm, I'm destined toward an eternity apart from God. And so most people's uh, understanding or grasp of their greatest need is... Um, uh, it's it's foreign to them that they, they don't understand that now that doesn't mean that it's not their greatest need it's their greatest need and they don't even know it yeah our greatest need is that someday we're going to stand before god who is a holy and righteous judge mm-hmm. and we're going to have to give an account for our life and the reality is is that there's no amount of good deeds or good things that i can do to accumulate my lifetime that would atone for my sins I need a Savior who would atone for those sins for me. And that's the whole point. Jesus atoned for our sins at the cross. And then in his resurrection, he demonstrated that he was indeed God, and he has the victory over sin and death. And by by our placing our faith and trust in him, we can have our greatest need met, and that's our, our sin problem. God offers us forgiveness of those sins, if we embrace Jesus by faith and assures us a place in heaven, if we do just that, if we repent of our sin and embrace Jesus by faith. So that's our greatest need. Yeah. Do we want, you know, the world to have clean water? Yeah. Do we want the world to have, you know, a, a fair and equitable judicial system? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we And we all should strive for those things. But underneath all of that, is our greatest need. It's what do we do about our sin problem? And so, so that's uh, that's the big thing. So thinking about all those headlines that we looked at on the front end, there's chaos, there's dysfunction everywhere in this world. There is one who offers us clarity and that's the person of Jesus. And, and so that's where I come back and maybe we'll just end this segment here, but uh, I often will end by uh, my chapels or my Bible studies and I will ask this final question and it goes like this. So what have you done with Jesus? And that's a question that every one of us is going to have to answer. That's right. And, uh, and it's based on what we're just coming off and celebrating the life of Jesus, the death of Jesus for the payment of sins for the whole world. And he's able to pull that off because he raised from the dead Amen. and that because he has life, we can too. Brian, let's go into our last segment, which is what in the world? Yeah, so uh, the Easter weekend is, is uh, of course, awesome because of what Jesus did. But uh, there's some other really cool things that happen on Easter that are not religious or spiritual in any way. Uh, namely, a pretty famous golf tournament uh, down in Georgia uh, known as the Masters. And uh, I don't know if you had a chance to watch that golf tournament I at did. all this weekend. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, the weekend? Well, I mean... Uh, yeah, there, there was a lot that, that took place. Uh, number one, they had some severe storms come through and they had to suspend play because a, by the way, did you see that tree that fell? I did not. It was a major tree that fell right into the, the, 
company of all the people that were there, and not one person was hurt. Oh wow! Not one person. Wow. Well, thank you, Lord. Amen. I mean, that was I. I don't know how that happened, other than a <laughs> miraculous itself. Um, but you know, it's one of the. Well, maybe it is the premier uh, golf course, uh, certainly in the United States. But it's always fun to see people get out there. I watched Tiger Woods do a little bit, and he had to withdraw um, because his body's just uh, it's it's it doesn't hold up on him. But hey, we had a we had a first time winner uh, in Rom, John Rom, yeah, and uh, South African. Is that right? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think he, so. He looks like a very sturdy. Uh, Sturdy body, uh, fella. <laughs> uh, but and then, and then the, there was a big story on him though, and some of his physical d- disabilities, like with his, uh, I, they, they described it as a club foot. Wow. And uh, you know, and a top athlete uh, going out and doing what he did. So uh, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And and uh, the other thing that stood out to me was that there was an amateur uh, that made the the final cut and he was he was uh still getting some life there until about midway through the final round and but it, no it was fun it's I always it. good to root for an underdog yeah you know, that, that's great yeah so, no we we enjoyed watching a little bit of golf in between our rounds of easter egg hunts at our house and uh that was always a good time we actually had to establish ground rules this year for our easter egg hunt because last year uh, there is a, in our household, there was an infamous shoulder check as uh, two of our <laughs> girls were running for an Easter egg. And uh, there was a uh, uh, one girl who was outside of her weight class, uh, <laughs> bore the brunt <laughs> of a significant shoulder check and went flying. And, uh, and yes, I do have it on video. It's awesome. But we had a great time with the Easter egg hunt and that sort of thing. But hey, Brian, what did you eat for Easter? Easter is oh, kind of yeah. like Christmas. It's like, man, just getting together for food and Thanksgiving like that, too. So, you know, um, uh, I bought a gas grill about 15 years ago. It finally gave up the ghost. And so I had to go to Lowe's. I had to make a run to Lowe's. And uh, I thought I was going for a gas grill or I really wanted a smoker. Mm -hmm. And I came home with a griddle. Oh. And uh, (laughs) it's it's, uh, I I brought it home. We threw we slapped some steaks down on that bad boy. And uh, man. Good stuff, it was impressive. Huh? Yeah, you know, as I was looking at it, three guys, not Lowe's employees, walked up to me as I was looking at it with my son, and they they all came up to me. They're like, "Yeah, you can't go wrong with getting that thing." You know, I was like, "All right, so so awesome." Here we go. We got That's it. That's great. That's great. But uh, oh yeah, good. Well, I we smoked an e- uh, an, e- an Easter ham, a spiral ham, and uh, made a um, a maple bourbon glaze on the the ham. Man, it was tasty. So wow. it, was, it was a lot of fun. So I like it. Hey, uh, I think we ought to end things there. Uh, Brian, good chat. Let, let, yeah, let, let's end it there. Uh, let me throw something sideways in here. Hey, if you ever have any questions that you would like Brian and I to answer, uh, go ahead and reach out to us. We're going to put an email at the bottom of uh, link uh, of, of in the, the description the, box. Yeah, and we want you to click on that and send us something. And if you're listening to this and you, uh, well, even if you don't like it, but if you like it, hey, click that button and we would even take a, a kind comment or two. Uh, at the same time. Hey, thanks for joining us uh, on The Lens today. We hope that this has been informative and we sure enjoy having you listen in. Take care.